Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dom's Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. i got to get right to it. This Matt Rocchio's in here, and I was just talking to Randy Carricker, and apparently the opening drive is now turned into a Scorsese film. Yeah, what's going on? That's great. Rock, feel free to hop on the mic real quick. Yeah, Matt Rocchio, ladies and gentlemen, St. Gabriel's class of 2007. Five. Hmm. Not bad. I'm class of 90. There you go. I'm 47. Do I look 47? Don't I look like a young man? I think I'm like really hot. I think you're doing, I think you're doing really You know the beard? It, it, it makes you look younger. Does it really? It does. You don't even need the hair. I mean, don't even need the hair from the Barry Bonds. If I had hair, I don't know if I have a beard. I've decided I'm the Sam Hartman of midday radio. The Barry Bonds picture freaks me out. Of me with yes. hair and like how it, large it, he is. It legitimately is it's it's a, such an odd photo. Yeah, there's a lot of like weird perspective in that photo that I'm never prepared for. The uncanny valley is kind of what yeah. that photo gives me. Well, I like that. But yeah, what we are you somehow guys doing on opening drive. You're just I saw I said I always said, What are you guys talking about? I want to know what the people are talking about. Randy tells this Scherzer story yesterday that now has lit up the internets. But instead, the answer was, oh, we talked a lot about the mafia. Yeah. So I we, go, we, what the hell? Are you guys, you ripping off the TMA for? We had the OnlyFans teacher on on TMA. It, Great 45-minute interview. I'd like had, to play that on here. There was some definite TMA to it because I literally thought that because Randy started talking in the, in the... How did it even come up? Because he was trying to get us into talking about how St. Louis City is playing in Vancouver tonight. And somehow that got into Jimmy Michael's car getting blown up on 55. I have no idea exactly. It's like the same thing with TMA. It's like I have no idea exactly where the pivot point was. Mm-hmm. But I just know those are the two things that are gonna, that are butting up against each other. It's and I don't radio. know how we got there. I wonder how it went. There. I'd love to go back it, and it I'll was, figure it out. It's because he kept calling it Van Bleeping Coover, uh-huh. which is come, which he started making jokes about. Oh, here, here it is. He made jokes about how people in Boston always put bleeping in, in, in everything. Bucky effing dent. And so you'd hear he so he's Van Bleeping Coover. Then it got into you know you you see movies like The Town. Then it got into, what's another movie like that? The Departed, where they curse a lot, and mm-hmm. there's the mobster got angle. That's, that's what the ABC is. Got it. You're able to reconnect the dots. It's yeah, like Hansel and Gretel with the bread comes. And then I made a gr- egregious error. I, I, I commented on the moat around the house, that, and the texters then corrected me and said, that's, that's, not, uh, that's not the Michaels, that was the Workmans a little bit prior to that. Difference. Somebody had a moat around their home. That, that was always the story: is that the uh, the workmen, which was a different set of families in a different kind of um, situation, had a over in Illinois had a compound in a, around the house on the compound. There was always reportedly a moat. And I always you found that story. Jackson, I didn't know any of this stuff. No, I had no clue anything about it. The only reason I know this is because I grew up 
um, with with a family friend whose mom was a freelance photographer. That's mm-hmm. about and to she violate was, the Omerita right here on the air. Well, yeah. she was near 55 when the Jimmy Michaels thing happened. And so she had, and, so, and, and her picture is the one that was in the Post-Dispatch because she was a freelance photographer. And so they had the picture framed in their house. They have so, it framed. Like, because she, because it was her photo that got, got picked up by the Post-Dispatch and it was a big photo uh, and on the Post-Dispatch. The car explosion on 55. Yes, yeah. and... So they had a frame. So I remember hearing a story. Like, I'm like, what is it? Why you have this picture framed? And so I heard this story about a car explosion when I was like 12 for the first time. And I was like, well, I have to ask people. And so sure. just, it, you know, just that's it, a fun question to ask because you don't ever really think about, you know, that kind of history in St. Louis. But it's there. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a lot we of fun. Had, and uh, some you, of our peers at St. Gabriel's were oh, really? related. Sure. Absolutely. And, and then, this you, is this was when I was there. You were you were, a, I believe, a sperm at the time. But I'll look into it. We, and then you think about the connection to like Kansas City, which is, you know, even like Fargo kind of like went into like how Kansas City was a big hub for things back in the day. And obviously not a very far drive from here. So it's just it's a fascinating. Was thing the audience receptive to you going off sports? They actually were. Wow. I think because they're very. Jackson, we've infected the station appropriately. Yeah, we are a fungus. I think they're very angry about the Cardinals, too. And that helps. What uh, what I mean? What's what's new there? Exactly. That's that's okay. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, happy, I'm happy to talk about it. We actually didn't dive back into Randy uh, getting people uh, so really Randy excited Scherzer's over. So Randy Scherzer's story is that story. the first time that he had told that? Why did no. that? Right. Why? So yesterday though, I saw that that was all over the Twitter tweets. I I have no why idea. Why did it get re-picked up? Because it's almost a decade old. I have all all I know is that I, I went home, took a nap, and I got I, had, I woke up to text from like three of my college buddies who were like, "Hey, did this happen on the show today?" And it was a bunch of just. Randomly on X slash Twitter, people just started tweeting out like a quote from the story from Randy and somehow it just got legs and people ran with it. You know, I guess it was just it was just something that maybe a lot of people who aren't deep readers, it kind of just like flipped past it when it was kind of reported on and when it's been talked about here and there. And it's just it's a way to get angry at the current Cardinals front office because it's still, you know, a lot right. of the same people. And so they they latched onto it and was like, OK, here's something I don't know that's new. So I'm going to be like, oh, my God, have you ever seen this? This is disgusting. So did Randy attribute that to Wainwright? I mean, because clearly Wainwright's a primary source in that story. I believe so. Yeah. OK. How does Wainwright feel about it? Okay. That that uh, that I, I didn't know if this was sure. ever on a Wednesdays with Wayno. I don't believe so. No, uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head because um, there's been because a, there's telling been a that story publicly isn't a real big endorsement for the people who sign your checks. You know what I mean? Yeah, that too. <laughs> Are you familiar with what I'm talking about, Jackson? The story about oh, yeah, the, yeah. that Randy oh, yeah. told yesterday about mm-hmm. the Cardinals and Max Scherzer and how Scherzer wanted to come here and yeah, just be in the ballpark. Yeah, of the it didn't contract. surprise me just because like I've heard very many instances of. Uh, essentially the statement that Scherzer is not the biggest fan of of the current front office because of the different times they had chances to talk to him and they didn't. So, I, I mean, that's not a new... I interviewed new him, in hindsight, kind of a surprising thing. And I can't... We were at 920, because I can just picture where we were, and we were at 920 from 2013 to 2016. And it had to have been 2014 or 15, but I guess 15. And I said... And I didn't know this at the time. I don't know if the story had been out there at the time about him and the Cardinals. And I asked something along the lines of, well, did you have any interest in, in coming to St. Louis and, and what happened with you and the Cardinals? And he was, he was gregarious. I think it, was, it had to have been during the football season, too, um, because we were talking about Missouri football. And, and I think maybe he was going to the game or something in Columbia, and he was all excited about it. And so, you know, it was a free-flowing interview. He was into it, you know, BS and the whole thing. And then I asked him, what happened with the Cardinals? And then all of a sudden, like, it was like three-word answers. Anytime I asked about the Cardinals, I'm like, oh, something happened with the Cardinals. I don't know what the hell that is. Then he goes and pitches against them in 2019 and, like, borderline no-hits him. <laughs> you know, clearly wasn't a big fan of the operation. Yeah, I mean, if you grew up here and you wanted to pitch here and you're a free agent, 
And then they won't give you the time of day? I mean, take taking the fan perspective on it, the Max Scherzer, and then you have a chance to shove it up their backside in the NLCS, and then you go and you shove it. And he, he did. And you have the brain that, you, that Max Scherzer has rattling around in his skull. He's yeah, a very like intense guy, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and he's saying he would take a discount, you know, just get in the ballpark of the contract. Mm. You know, that's how does that make you feel when you say you're going to take less money and they don't even call you? All right. Well, Mafia and Max Scherzer uh, Wednesday here on uh, Balloon Party. There it is. Thanks, Thanks Rock. Thanks, there he is, the great Matt Rocchio, St. Gabriel's class of 2005, Jackson. Graduated grade school. Right. Now, grade school in that sector is eighth grade. When you say that sector, well, what does that mean? Like great, people who grew up in South St. Louis, is that what that means? Like, oh, let's look down on them because we all have peach fuzz mustaches? Ha, no, grade school for me ended in fifth grade, but I went to a public school. And that's because you were advanced. No, that's elementary school. We didn't call it grade school. We called it elementary school. And you didn't call it that because one syllable wasn't good enough. I, I don't know. I went to Old Bonham Elementary, and then in sixth grade, I went to Ladue Middle School. So Texting. eighth grade ends 05. Going into your comfort service. Well, I feel like I'm in the majority. Most, I feel like more people I leave elementary More people school. went to Ladue who listen to this show? <laughs> no. Like um, this is being piped into boroughs? It should be. I agree with you They on that. know it's good for them, but... It, I'm just trying to get, nail that down because it's eighth grade or seventh grade. I always get confused. Is eighth grade grade school? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then high school would be freshman year. Right. I'm surprised we're covering this. Well, I didn't, but I grade school ended in fifth grade for me. Because you were advanced? No, <laughs> because then we went to middle school. So there's just no middle school? The grade, grade school? So you only went to two schools growing up? Uh, three schools. St. Gabriel, the University High School in Missouri. Yeah, that's it's right. not so. I'm sorry. And I graduated from two of them. Primary education, not secondary education. So two and right. two and primary. Okay. Okay. All right. Makes sense enough. But you look down on. No, I don't look down on it. I'm just you know if I you know nowadays they ha- they have a separate school just for fifth graders that will do. So you go elementary school, fifth grade center, middle school. And what high is that school. for? To manage your trust fund. Uh, yeah, the fifth fifth grade is the curriculum is all personal finance and investment banking. <laughs> oh, it's investment banking in fifth grade. Yeah, well, the first half of the year is is uh, personal finance, and then it gets into investment banking when the spring turns. Guys, is middle school not considered grade school? I've been living a lie. That's from the six one. I don't know. I don't know. I've always thought the middle school is its own separate entity, but I. I'm coming from the perspective of God, where I went just, to school. You, just, you can't help but remind everybody every day you're from Ladue, and it's just, <laughs> you know, I don't know if I would call it a humble brag or just really just a lack of self-awareness. But if someone went to Parkway West, I don't, Longhorns. I, yeah, I don't think that they would go kindergarten through eighth grade and then to Parkway West High School. There would be a middle school in between there. Yeah, but they wouldn't be like bragging about it, like how you studied investment banking in fifth grade. I guess. Well, that. I was never taught humility. They missed that. Or I wasn't paying attention. Most likely the case. Does Jackson have a banner hanging in his high school gym for his seven iron distance? <laughs> like a picture of me holding the seven iron? With like, a, like 132 yards on the track, man? Yeah. No. No, they, they took that banner down in 19. Middle school's not grade school! It's from the 636. Okay. Not happy about Who's it. Who's he yelling at? Is he yelling at me? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it isn't. Like, do whatever you want. Call it whatever you want. That's what I say. Right. 
I just I was trying to because you said Rocky was class of two thousand five. I was trying to nail down if that's when he left fifth grade or left eighth grade. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. And then he went to fire up CB fire up. Yeah, now he's Missouri Tiger. And then he's a fighting tiger. Yeah. Fight tiger, beat tiger, go tiger, beat tiger, go fight with number up to six and a half, by the way. Yeah. Rock and I have very similar uh Avenues. Yeah, he just went to CBC and St. Gabe's. I didn't. But then we both ended up in Mizzou. Right. So, so many similarities there with one out of three. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line. You also can watch us. You can see this TMA shirt. Randy Carricker, very complimentary of the shirt. It's a great shirt. You're wearing the 101 ESPN brand. I'm wearing the TMA brand. Well, I wanted to wear my Navy Cardinal cap today. Oh, you coordinate. Uh, and well, yeah, and like red. David Allen Greer's father in Boomerang, 1991. You got to coordinate. Remember, they got to coordinate. And David Allen Greer was seeing Halle Berry, and people were kind of like, "He's over his skis." And sure enough, there's Marcus, Marcus Eartha Kitt, Webster Graves, and he moves in and he sleeps with Halle Berry, and it makes him sideline. But Martin Lawrence brings him back together. <laughs> if anyone wanted to hear what verbalized ADD sounds like. That was it. <laughs> it's like I snorted eight rails yeah. in between TMA Unreal. and balloon party. Unreal. And we were worried about hiccups. Yeah. So right. I, I just, uh, no, I threw this little number on. Cause it's I knew a nice I, number. Yeah. I wanted to wear my uh, Navy Cardinal cap and I can't wear like a black t-shirt in my Navy Cardinal cap. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. All right. Jackson is coordinated. I think I am too. I have a Navy yeah. St. Louis dogs cap. Kind of yeah. like Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation. Uh, Chicago Bears, except the St. Louis Dogs. That hat ages so well. Like the more you wear it, like it's I like really a pair enjoy of jeans. this. I yeah. really enjoy this cap. That's yeah, solid. And uh, the TMA kind of a ripoff of the NASA logo. So there that is. That's available at tmastlshop.com. Plus uh, Brian Kelly grinding on recruits is available if you're going to the Missouri game. But I don't think you're going to get it in time for Saturday's eleven o'clock kickoff. Yeah, but it works even afterwards. It's timeless. Are you going to the game on Saturday? I am officially not. Whoa. Oh, have fun on Tiger Board and Power Mizzou today. Jackson is WDing. Yeah, yeah. Rumblings have already got out that I'm not going, and I've gotten, I'm dead serious on this, multiple emails about. People are emailing you about it. Like that, I need to, I need to get to the game. Like listeners are emailing you about yeah, this? Yeah, jokingly. They're like, they're actually being How really. How in the hell the people, I didn't even know about it. How did well, I, because I talked about on TMA, like I might not be going, I might be going. And so they're like, if you need tickets or if you need this, and it's really actually super nice. And I appreciate them because I love University of Missouri and I love to go see them. My buddy who I would go up and see it, he lives in Columbia. He is unavailable to go to the game. He's super busy that day. So I'm not just going to go up there by he, myself. He lives in Columbia and he's super busy? Yeah, he lives and works up there. So he can't go to the game. He can't, can't go, can't go to the game. So uh, suspect. So I'm not going to go up there, drive the hour and forty minutes, and then park and go into the stadium and watch alone. Yeah, that doesn't sound that fun. So get a credential, sit up there next to the colonel. Then I can't cheer. Colonel will be fresh off his jet lag from Rome. Yeah, but then I can't cheer. You know what building I was in where I experienced the loudest cheering in a press box, which totally goes again. What time is it? Is it 11? I've already not broke. I need a break like 20 minutes ago or something. What is it? We can finish. 10, we can finish this All thought. right. Fair enough. Rams and New York Giants. Oh, 2000. Wow. Meadowlands? Uh, Giant Stadium. Got it. Uh, the building that predated MetLife Stadium. So the Giants and Jets split that building. And the Rams don't have Warner or Marshall Falk. So who started at quarterback and who started at running back for the Rams in that game? Bulger and SJ39? No. Not even close. Trunk candidate? Not a bad guess. Uh, if memory serves, Trent Green and Justin Watson, I believe, okay. is the Never heard the I ladder. might be wrong on that. Never heard of the latter. It's definitely I like Trent. Uh, and they beat the New York Giants. 
But in the press box, the New York media was cheering. <laughs> and you always hear about the New York media being right. so hardcore. Yeah. And I remember Bob Wallace, who was an executive vice president with the Rams, he started cheering in response to the media nice. cheering. So it became that. a little war going I on. I like that a lot. And I'm 23 years old, and I'm just happy to be in New York. I'd never been in New York before. And I'm going, man, I thought the New York media was supposed to be hardcore, but they're in here cheering like, you know, they're in Starkville for a Mississippi State game. <laughs> the yeah. hell's going on here? Yeah, so I can't. Yeah, I can't. And then the Giants went on to win the NFC that year. Oh, and they this, got shipped by the Ravens. I was about to say terrible Super Bowl. Did you like that one? That was a bad one. Well, I mean, it was like a blowout. Oh, it wasn't. I don't remember. You were two. Still. Right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jackson has a wide berth Wednesday prepared for you. And what does that mean? Wide berth Wednesday? Yeah. It means there's so much to talk about. There's so much going on in the world of sports that assigning a topic for the show just to stick to that would be a futile effort. Like, there's no point to just assign to one topic. So you give a wide berth. So any topic is welcome, either from me or the listeners. How about that? Well, the listeners are welcome to text in a deep dive topic. I'll go back to Boomerang and revisit it. <laughs> I don't think people know that uh, the number one hit, End of the Road, came from that soundtrack. They should know it now, though. Now they know. Uh, we can talk about that. 314-399-9646, boys to men. Um, and I will Venmo you $25 if you are to send in a question or topic that leads to a deep dive. We do the show. You make money. Right. We do the show. Right. You make money. That is Venmo you. That's it. You just text in your Venmo to Jackson or uh, Mike Ryder, and next thing you know, there's $25 for you. Thanks. Easy money. Yeah, you're just producing. How about that? Uh, if nothing uh, piques my fancy, we do have the Little Piddles, Angry Beaver, Half and Half. It's all there for you. It's all coming up. You can watch it on YouTube with the Airlines team cameras on YouTube, 101 ESPN channel, or, of course, right here on 101 ESPN. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. Right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. I'm fired up for today's program. I am too. You are. I'm just fired up in general. Wow. What, what are you fired up about? I don't know. New zest for life. Really? Yeah. I think somebody's a man in love. Ladies and gentlemen, the most eligible bachelor in St. Louis is off the market. No, that's not the case. But Oh, open up your Tinder app. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I don't know. Is it these Tigers versus Tigers? That's what about certainly. the Blues in eight days? Yeah, all of it, man. Mm, uh, interesting. Tigers, call. Tigers, Tigers, over about a month away from Missouri Tiger basketball. Who are the Blues' uh, first three opponents? Go. Okay. I will give you 10 to 1. Put five on it? I got five on it. Nice. That was pretty good. Um, I'll go, let's go a buck. Give me 10 bucks if I'm right. I... I got I gotta lay I gotta lay it down now because I'm starting to get a sense that you actually know somehow I'm stunned. But then then again, you're Peter Puck now with this uh, Connor McDavid dry saddle thing. At the same time, you're the same guy who said Nathan McKinnon and Bears tight end Cole Komet. So it's tough. we're on YouTube, so no, I'm not looking at anything. The Blues will first take on the Dallas Stars, mm-hmm. then they'll take on the Seattle Kraken, mm-hmm. and then they take on the infamous WPG. <sighs> Coyotes. Yes. All right. And that's still, that's pretty good. Yeah, well, that's a draw. It's a push. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think Jamie Rivers really have foreign alliances. Like he's teaching you. He's Mr. Miyagi, and you're that cute little Ralph Macchio who is 40 but playing an 18 year old. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I'm often been compared to Ralph Macchio or Billy Zabka. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I just uh, I think that this year I'm turning a new leaf and I'm going to try oh and become more knowledgeable God. about the sport of ice hockey. There is a rumbling in the text line. I bet it's going to be very surface level. But you're going to learn what icing means. That's going to take a while, but you're going to learn what WPG means. I, I've gotten that. I've gotten school on that one. Nice. So now we're moving forward stronger, and I'm going to try my best to get more into it. Look at you! You're all growns up, and you're all growns up. And the first step I did to to get rid of any temptation is I del- I've canceled my league pass subscription to the NBA. Mm. Yeah, I've canceled league pass so that I won't be tempted to flip over. Yeah. Yep. Yep, so the only thing I don't I'll know get what my- to do in this hand right now. I uh, feel like when the World Series of Poker and I'm up against Phil Ivey, I can't figure out what you're doing. I'm no longer now. I can if you know after week one of the season be like ah, back on League Pass I go. I can easily you know purchase the. So you literally again. canceled the NBA League Pass solely so you can focus more on the NHL. Yeah, and I'm I'm a long time subscriber to League Pass, so they were they were sad to see me go. I'm. St- Stunned by this, I really am. I'm so stunned by it. I can't tell if you're being serious, but 100 percent serious. Because this is honestly a media. Yeah, I've pro liberty, anti kink shaming. I've can't and it, and League Pass is my favorite app, by uh, tied for first with the Masters app, like by far my favorite app. And I've I've sensed to leave it. Yep, no more. Wow. That's not. No, I'm not abandoning my love of the association. Nationally televised games will still be in these eye holes, but um, yeah. Sorry, so Kings Warriors in Sacramento on a Tuesday night. I ain't watching. Yeah, usually everybody would be watching that. I'll be watching Blues and Stars. Wow. I'm gonna try. I'm just gonna I'm gonna give my best effort. What what caused this? Did you lose a bunch of money gambling and you're like, oh, I gotta cut expenses? No. It's always good to cut expenses, but no. I just uh I've decided that if I'm gonna be on the station that, that hosts the blues, I should know a little. Just oh a little, not God. much. I feel like I gotta open up my phone because like, I'm like Rivers me. text and Chris Kerber text. Trust me, like I am still gonna be a novice when it comes to this stuff. And but I, th- I don't think anybody was necessarily saying, hey, I'd like you to have Jamie Rivers' level of knowledge. But they're like, if you're gonna be on the station that carries the blues, at least make an effort. It's I think that's a, all that the people were wanting. It's an effort thing. And uh, my God, what a moment here! Yeah, this is a, this is a face turn moment. Listen, this is a face turn moment. I'm a guy who wears my heart on my sleeve, and uh, when effort gets called out, that hits me. It hits me hard, and so uh, I've done something about it. Did management pull you aside? No, 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 no. I don't. You I, really did this on your own. I just, I I, I'm, have, I'm for real. Having a tough time believing it. I've, I've and not not because like I could see you making an attempt to pay attention to hockey more, but I just don't understand why you had to cancel league pass. Like like you're like Chris Rock is Pookie in New Jack City with the crack pipe. So you just have to have it removed from your purview in order to not be tempted to watch the Kings take on. Well, that's the thing. The Warriors. That's the thing is that like I would I would try to watch hockey. I'd try to watch a Blues game, and I would get an update on my phone like. Mavs Thunder is tied going into the fourth quarter. I'd be like, well, I, oh, sure. have, I have to, I have to switch over and change it. it. So if I don't have that option, because that game will certainly not be on the nationally televised outlet, then I don't have to worry. Wow. 
So now, what a moment! TNT Games Employee of the Month. I'm nominating you. Yeah, it's early in the month, but who's going to be doing any better than this? Yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm trying. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm trying. Piddles, I have lost my respect. <laughs> you have become a traitor, a Benedict Arnold. In fact, don't let them force you to learn figure skating with a stick and puck if you don't want to. It's from the 980. Jackson, learning that you just can't win. No, and listen, it could. It, this is my goal. Like by November eighth, I could be like right back into it. Resubscribe to the to the audience. Yeah, I'll let you know. It's not going to go well. Well, it's going to be honestly immediate, Tim. This is a full Hulk Hogan NWO going back to vintage Hulk Hogan. What the hell is going on around here? That's from my guy, the Grape Ape Auto Detailing. Yeah, so I'm going to be fired. I'm going to be watching the game. Um, I still don't know if I'll fall in love with it. Um, How about this theory? 100% he's trying to impress a girl who's a blues fan. That's from the 618. No, no. I Anytime a girl's been like, so you like the blues? I say, oh, I just it's not the blues that I have an issue with. It's the sport itself. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, uh, All of the equity that was built up over the last five minutes just, well, I, I, just took a torch to it. I think I've been pretty genuine that it's not like I just don't love the sport. Like even at its best moments, I'm not as it doesn't appeal to me like it does to others. Which I'm sure in basketball is the same way for some people. Nobody's asking you to watch all the NHL. Just watch the Blues games, oh, which yeah. are only three a week, when you literally are on a St. Louis sports radio station. Three one four. If you think I'm going to watch anything else than the Blues, you are sorely mistaken. That will not be happening. I will watch the Blues. Um, but Put on Cole Komets out there for the Avalanche. If, unless they're playing the Blues, I would seriously rather watch paint dry. Like then watch a non-blues hockey game. All the equity. Like seriously, couldn't imagine anything less I'd like to do. Oh, you just got invited to a Nuggets game. Diehard Chiefs, Blues, Cardinals, Mizzou fan here living in Denver. Come on out and get your NBA fix with my season tickets to the Nuggies games. I'd love to go. Ball arena. And, uh, and watch the reigning NBA champion, Nuggets. Uh, guys, I just tuned in, but I get the sense I think I need to start yelling at Jackson. Am I right? That's from Marsha's <laughs> Burner. Yeah, join in. I strictly listen for your NBA updates every morning during the season. WTF am I going to do now? You're a deserter. Tim, this isn't just a face turn. This is a heel turn. That's from the 314. I think people are mistaking what I'm saying. I'm still going to be locked into the NBA. That will never change. It's my favorite thing. I, will, I just don't get why you can't do both. Uh, because of the temptation. The te- it's the temptation. So you really lack discipline. So, like, yeah. this is what I should do with my browser's account. Yeah. I think if people consolidate their streaming sources, like, the idea of, like, spending... Because I know people are out there, like, you and your spouse or your significant other, like, are scrolling for 30 minutes to find a movie. Oh, it's like you're in my bed with me and my wife. Right, and you just end that up... That was an invite. You just end up watching Curb. Like, you know, it's... Yeah, uh, we don't mind that. It's a great play, but if you're trying to watch something new, there's so many options, it's almost too daunting. That's what Gerbad.com is kind of, uh, you know, a big business model. But Still no monetization strategy. But, but that's not important. Um, <laughs> but the less you have, it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess we don't have that much. We'll toss on There Will Be Blood and you'll love it. Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh. 2007, am I right on that? Yeah, it was up against No Country for Old Men for Best Picture, and I don't know if there's a, a tougher decision of which movie I like more. Uh, will he be watching Edmonton games to keep up on Petro? That's from the 618. See, when I see watching more hockey, I won't run into these blunders. <laughs> you thought Alex Petrangelo was with the Oils. I was thrown off the scent. People were messing with me. All right. When you say people, are you talking about anybody in particular? You, for sure. Probably Jamie Rivers. He's always in my head. 
look, it's not like recording TV is possible, guys. Let's cut this slacker some slack. That's from the 636. Recording TV. 2008 called. They want their technology back. People don't, who records television anymore? My dad, that's who. Well, the YouTube TV app just records everything for me. It's right, the greatest. Right, you can go, so you can watch, you can go back and watch full blues. Live from the Ryder Cup is where I was. Right, I guess you can't watch the blues because Bally's isn't on YouTube TV. What am I talking about? Uh, you know, you can go back and watch the replay on the Bally's app, which is what I did. Right, right, right. Bally's the Mike app. Schilt press conference that's still the first screenshot. It's quite an app. Right, well, it was a great. It's like developed at St. Gabriel's by the sixth graders. Topic. So Tim going to start sports business to host local sports TV, airing the Cardinals and Blues and other sports programming. It's from the 314. I feel like there, that was intended to be a question, just some of the words were left out. Punctuation lacking. Right. But if so, I am going to start a business to host local sports TV, airing the Cardinals and the Blues and other sports programming. So you've acquired the rights from Rob Bamford and Gary Bedman? Uh, I'm flattered that one thinks that I am that liquid. And let's not get let's not get anybody wrong. I'm wealthy. Yeah. Obviously. Tam Avenue. Right. Duh. But it's tied up. Yeah, I'm more of a Dean Spanos wealth on paper guy, not a Stan Kroenke liquid guy. Right, right. Because so many people come for you to come to you for money, so it's like, sorry, tied up. I'm tied up. That's correct. I'm just, I, I'm I just liquidate. not liquid at the moment. I just can't. Yeah. By the way, you should be done with the Sports Center update by now and starting the third segment. Time clock Timmy at his finest. That's from the Grape Ape Auto Detailing. Grape Ape, you're my guy. You know that. I mean, at this point, I think it's it's clear. But I do a show from seven to ten. And we go like 90 minutes without taking a commercial break. Legitimately. And so I'm going like 150 miles an hour. And then I come in here and it's like, oh, you talked for four minutes. You got a break. So I'm just, it's just not who I am. And I think people now, not necessarily the audience, but people here (laughs) now accept this is what you get. Yeah. I can't handle it. Right. And fortunately, it's at a relatively unimportant hour of 10 to 11. If I was doing this crap like from 7 to 8, it might matter a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to have to pay attention to the clock. Anyway, I will pay attention to the clock because it's 1037. (laughs) (laughs) If we got a break, uh, it's Balloon Party driven by Mungan St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Balloon Party 101 ESPN and on uh, YouTube. I'm not in the YouTube chat. What's going on in there today, Jackson? Oh, probably a lot of activity that's complimentary of the both of us, I would assume. Hmm, actually, I would short that. Let me see. Boy, that, that Sports Center update. Trouble right there, huh? Yeah. Was my best. Listen, it was a. I, I read it poorly. Let's just be honest. Uh, but yeah, the main news: Blues hockey tomorrow, one on one ESPN to take on the Stars. And James Harden, who's been sitting out, is going to join Sixers camp. He's a little critical of the the ownership. Yeah, he hasn't been a big uh, fan. I see in the YouTube chat they're talking about having a Whataburger in St. Louis. That's been thrown around for years now. I like that YouTube chat. I do too. I. Tell me when the Whataburger's here, and then I'll... Have you had a Whataburger? Yeah, I have. Whataburger, In-N-Out, go. In-N-Out. In-N-Out or Shake Shack, go. Shake Shack. Hmm, interesting. 
I think the burger in that's better. Shake Shack or Carl's Go? Uh, Shake Shack. Shake Shack or Max Go? Max. Max or the Village Go? Max. Max or O'Connell's Go? O'Connell's. Hmm. Nothing's beating it. Oh, okay. So my we favorite. found our Apex Predator. It's my favorite, yeah. It's a nice taste. Ooh. It's a nice taste. And it's about a three-minute drive from me. Dangerous. Brag. <laughs> Huge. Huge brag. Uh, get involved in the program, 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line. Uh, attention, Scott Air Force Base, for service members, their families, and anyone currently on base. You can join the Fast Lane this Thursday for a special Military Appreciation Live broadcast, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. It's a special Fast Lane Military Appreciation Live broadcast this Thursday from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. on base at the Exchange at Scott Air Force Base, brought to you by Budweiser and Air Comfort Service Heating and Cooling. Air Comfort Service, the sponsor of our text line on Balloon Party, and uh, you are welcome to text into the program. We haven't gotten to this little piddles, angry beaver, half and half. The time management today is poor, but you're used to it at this point. Jackson, do you have any questions? You do. Go. I do. On ESPN yesterday, the company that has the media rights for the wild card round of the MLB playoffs read two to three short promos about the games, then proceeded to not mention it again for the remainder of their 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. programming leading into the games. Not mention what again? The game? The fact that they were carrying the games? No, not mention, not discussing Major League Baseball outside of the two to three short promos that they read on Get Up did and First Did you read this take. from a story, I assume? Because I know you're awful working. Awful announcing. This is per awful announcing. Got it. They Thank did, you, sir. They did a closed captioning search, and they could wow. not find anything uh, about Major League Baseball outside of the two or three short promos on Get Up and First Take. Why do you think they neglect to discuss this during the playoffs when they have the media rights to the game? I would understand not doing it if the games were elsewhere, but the games are literally on ESPN. I honestly don't have a good answer for that. I know I have zero interest, just being honest with everybody. You can be mad at me, it's fine, whatever. I couldn't. I, I know who won, kind of excited by that. Uh, I know the Marlins lost because I'm kind of pulling for Skip Schumacher and mm-hmm. John Jay. Um so that means the Phillies won. The Brewers, after winning the Central Division, face elimination in seven hours. Nice effing setup. So tilt. That was it. The National League Central is going to have their division winners out in back-to-back years without winning a playoff. Jeez. <laughs> oh. God, I hate this effing system. Oh, God. Anyway, and then what the Twins won for the... I didn't realize the Twins had lost 18 straight playoff games. Did you know that? Is that the number? 18 straight? That's what they had lost. (laughs) The last time they had won was when the Cardinals had the MV3 together in 2004. I guess they beat the Yankees in 2004. Joe Maurer? The the Red Sox, yeah. I think the Red Sox beat the Angels that year. Hell, I don't know. Either way, I know the Red Sox and Yankees played famously uh, because of the 3-0 comeback. Yeah. And, uh, And then Jordan Montgomery... Talking about him now being a $100 million guy after he went dealing in front of 19,000 fans in Tampa. 19,000 fans for a playoff game. I saw that. I saw the picture of it. It was brutal. It was it was like they were playing a high school game at Bush. Uh, so um, I, don't, I, I don't have an answer. What's awful announcing's theory as to why they didn't promote it. No idea. I just I saw the tweet saying that they One did. One of the it. games on ABC, the Texas and uh, Yeah, so it's yeah, ESPN, ESPN yeah, I, too. I understand, but I'm just surprised that ABC... Right, right, right. Was carrying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so I just saw that tweet yesterday from Awful Announcing saying that they did not mention it outside of the promos. And I was like, that is so strange. Like, just one segment, like 15 minutes or something. Yeah, if they have an NFL preseason game or an NBA preseason game, they're, I, I'm, I'm legitimately surprised and I don't have an explanation for it. I'd be curious how these games perform. Yeah. Personally, 
I'm not into it. I get the sense that many in St. Louis aren't into it, certainly year over year, because the Cardinals were in the playoffs last year. Cardinals weren't ever really in this season. I'm sure, listen, I'm sure plenty of you are into it. But as far as a percentage goes, I would say it's the minority. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, so I the only thing that I could think of that would make any sense is that they did, they looked at the uh, basically a chart of like, we're going to have more people tuning in to watch them break down the NFL and NBA, and it's still beneficial for us rather than talking baseball where people drop out, even if that hurts the baseball numbers. I did a show back in 2006 on ESPN, and it was me and Stephen A. Smith. Uh, and I, I was a guest. I'm like, whatever, I'll do it. I honestly didn't want to do it because I just didn't want to do it, be real honest with everybody. Um, and I didn't like, oh, I don't want to go on with a take, Smith. Right. I will tell you this, though. I would drive five hours to be on with Orlowski. <laughs> well, I just I just want to be with the sports Daniel Day-Lewis of yeah. our time to Take see whatever Smith he's acting he's upset about. But uh, So I'm on with Stephen A. Smith, and you know I know who he is. We'd been in the same press boxes at time, and I'd met him, but it's not like you know he knew who I was, which obviously is a miss on his part. And he... Uh, he starts arguing with me about the Cardinal rotation and, and Jeff Supon, and he's like really upset about Jeff Supon being in the rotation. And I'm, I couldn't tell if he was serious. I got the sense he didn't know what he was talking about, but somebody like a producer just slipped in, like, what are they doing with Jeff Supon? And this was the same playoff series that Jeff Supon wound up closing out the Mets yeah. in game seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he was nails in 2004 facing off with Roger Clemens. So I don't know if that video's uh, still out there somewhere. Who knows? Maybe it is. Uh, and you can see a look of confusion on my face. <laughs> and he's like screaming at me. And I'm at the Channel 9 Studios downtown west. And it was like, I don't have to tell you, Jeff Supon, if you look at the numbers, I'm pretty damn good for the Cardinals in the playoffs. And he's like screaming at me. I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm not getting paid for this. And I drove here to get yelled at by this guy who clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they talk. listen, it's up every morning over Jackson's head when I'm in the studios here, and all they do is talk about the NFL and NBA. But I, you can say it's dumb, but I assure you they have research that says that's where their numbers and therefore their revenue is going to come from. So, you know, it's like when people go, how did we wind up with these two people for president? And I go, well, the people voted for them. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, you can point fingers if you want, but that's who won. So, uh, yeah, I mean, right now, who is the NFL MVP right now? You know, through four games, right. we got to have an opinion. Cole and, uh, Josh Allen, who was left for dead three weeks ago, is the MVP, according to whoever Kimberly Martin and Dominique Foxworth had. They're both on uh, Josh Allen and Marcus Spears and Jeff Saturday. They like Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy. There it is. Your takes. 314-399-9647. There's enough money to get me to do this. I just can't act. Yeah. Yeah, you giggle. I giggle. Yeah. I giggle and I'm dumbfounded when Stephen A. Smith yells at me about Jeff Supon. <laughs> uh, what is it, like 1130 or something? What do we got? 1051. All right, I guess I got a break. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to Balloon Party, 101 ESPN and on YouTube. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. I guess we got time... For one more question? Sure. You can do a quick hitter. I got a quick hitter on here, Tim. And I really like it. Okay. There's been some talk about banning the tush push, or as they call it in Philadelphia, the brotherly shove nice. in Philly, as they are extremely effective at converting short yard situations from that play. What are some of the most unstoppable plays 
in the history of sports in your estimation? Well, this is one where I got to go into the tank. Boise State, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, that was a, that was a good Fumble one. Fumble Ruski. Fumble Ruski. Flea Flicker. Jim Haslett, when he was coaching against the Rams, and they came back to beat, I think it was the 2000 Rams, 2001 Rams, excuse me. And he said, I told the guys at halftime the only way they could beat us, they were running flea flickers and bullcrap plays, so they knew they couldn't beat us. And that's kind of the uh, the assessment. When when teams have to go to trick plays, they know right. that if they're just going to line up and put their hands in the dirt, mm. they can't beat them. Right. So they got to go flea flicker. I don't know. Uh, one that sets out to me, basketball guy, uh, Kareem Skyhook. That is... Uh, mm, indefensible. Magic yeah. employed it. Uh, then also, you can say that, you got to say Dirks, one leg up, fade away. the ball trick in baseball? Hidden ball tricks. Little Big League ran the greatest hidden ball trick in the history of cinema, and it doesn't get talked about enough. It got yeah, Ken it Griffey. based on a true story. Yeah, they got Ken Griffey. They got the security guard in on it. Mm-hmm. Tip of the cap, Bowers. Good stuff. Daniel Stern? No, that would be Rookie of the rookie Year. Rookie of the Year. Similar With the film. the kid who was later in American Pie. Right. Henry Rowan Gardner was the name of the character. I can't remember the name of the actor. Uh, similar films. One, uh, the child manages the twins. The other one, the pitches for the Cubs with Gary Busey. And then Tony Danza, Angels in the Outfield? Yeah, that movie stinks. Wow. 314-399-9646. I might pull my investment in goodorbad.com. In the pantheon of, of children baseball movies, Angels in the Outfield is dead last. Sandlot, Little Big You sound big like league, the kind of guy who hates angels. I, I, love, I guess I love angels. I'm Pro-Angel, anti-Angels in the Outfield. That movie I don't know if you can be both. That movie is whack. Joe Torre was in it. Yeah, but Lou Pinella was in a little big league, and I like Lou Pinella. You get all ornery. And Randy Johnson's in a little big league. I mean, come on now. Earl Weaver, Banty Rooster. Buh Weaves. St. Louis native. Earl Weaver? Mm-hmm. How do you like that? Nice knowledge. Nice show prep, ass. Right. Uh, let's see, 10.59. I could go on and on with right. this topic. <laughs> As could I. I literally could. But alas, our time is up. BK and Ferrario are coming up next. Uh, we will be back tomorrow on the YouTubes, on the radios, on the podcasts, on the streaming devices. We are everywhere all the time. We are everywhere all the time. It's Balloon Party, driven by Mungan at St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN on YouTube. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.